Hello and welcome to the Black Arrows Employment Team podcast where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. My name is Simon Allison, I'm head of Black Arrows Employment Team. This podcast is aimed at business owners and HR managers and aims to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. This is season three, our Tell Me season of podcasts. We will be covering such topics as tell me how to conduct an interview and tell me how to have an off-the-record conversation with my staff. We aim to answer your questions as quickly and efficiently as we can. Welcome to episode two of season three, how to hold an off-the-record discussion with an employee. Hello Jack, how are you doing today? Doing good, Simon. It's another day and it's another dollar for well, me. Hey, hey, hey. So, yeah, I'm good. What about yourself? I am feeling uh, very uh, chic today. Chic? I've got a wonderful joie de vivre at me today. Joie de vivre? What is this we're speaking now then? Spanish. <laughs> it's French. French. It's French. Ah, it's French. What's brought that on? Just. Because the know. sun's out. <laughs> Probably. Je m'appelle Simon. What does that mean? My name is Simon. J'habite à Newport on Tay. I live in Newport on Tay. J'ai 83 ans. What does that mean? Oof, that's got me well and truly stumped. That means I'm 83 years old. Ah, see. Accurate? Well, pretty accurate, Simon. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Okay, so today's question tweeted in by Jason Condy. Jack, who is Jason Condy? Jason Condy is a partner in the firm Condy's. Our friends over in Dunfermline, Fife, uh, they're also in Edinburgh as well, and they're a full-service firm of accountants. Basically, I think they've got clients all over the country, but they do have a particular specialism in advising medical practices. Okay. And the precise question being asked today is, tell me, how do you ensure that a conversation between an employer and an employee remains without prejudice and can't be relied on by the other side? That is a pretty good question. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, a great question. Um, in terms of how we might tackle that, yes. suppose we could look at the different options for having these discussions. Yes. So we've got on the old without prejudice rules on the one hand and then the other stuff, you've got that newer breed of pre-termination negotiations. Okay. So do you think we'll go down that road, Si? Okay, let's do that. First of all, without prejudice. Second of all, pre-termination negotiations. So we can look at the differences about the two and see which is best. Okay. So part one, without prejudice. So we're all pretty familiar with the traditional without prejudice discussion, but there has to be an existing dispute before we can use the without prejudice label. What does that mean, do you think? Existing dispute. Basically, I think like without prejudice, that's all about speaking off the record. Eh? It's kind of legal jargon that gets okay. branded about a lot. Okay. So if the conversation truly is without prejudice, then um, it cannot be relied upon at a later date okay. in court or tribunal. Okay, so conversation whereby you say to the employee, actually, without prejudice, this is the story here, you can refer to this in the future. So there needs to be an existing dispute before you can use without prejudice rule, don't you, Jack? Exactly. So it is a little bit limited. Okay. Um, you know, if you've got an employee who's performing poorly, um, maybe his name's Richard, and you want oh. to get rid of them. <laughs> oh, that's a low oh. blow. The clothes are out. See, poor Richard, he just turns his back from the podcast <laughs> for five minutes. Who's he's, Richard? His name is Mud. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, if someone's performing poorly and the employer... Like Richard. Like Richard, the employer... <laughs> can't be bothered doing the formal three-month whole shebang of a performance review, Yes. then maybe you would say, okay, I'll just offer Richard some money to make him go away. Okay. And does that cover the prejudice rule, do you think? I think probably not, because I don't think 
performing poorly whilst it's annoying for the employer. I don't that, I don't think that amounts to an existing dispute. No, I think you're right. I think the test for existing dispute is that there must be actual litigation or a reasonable degree of contemplation of litigation for that to apply. It's easy to see how lots of employment lawyers and um, HR managers get this wrong and think yeah. they can meet the test. Is that yeah, right? it's quite a hard test to meet. I mean, loads and loads of your, your day-to-day employment law stuff won't won't meet the test, so it won't be fair game for without prejudice. Yeah, okay. So that covers that prejudice. Let's talk about pre-termination negotiations, part two of our podcast. So thankfully, in 2013, these pre-termination negotiations, they were introduced. Okay. So tell us the basics, Jack. Try not to ramble. Oi, come on now, Si, I never ramble. <laughs> do you? Do you? We're going to fall out. We'll have an existing dispute if you keep knocking at me like that. <laughs> come on, Jack. Short and snappy keeps them happy. Or stay in France. Short and snappy keeps them jolly. 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 Do you like jo- that? Is that like, just like jolly? I think, I but think it is. But you say it a bit posh and that's, well, that's classified as French. <laughs> I think it is. That's, that's French. Okay, go for the Jack. Right, very quickly. Um, the best thing about the new discussions is that you don't need to have an existing dispute. So, if you've got Richard and he's performing badly, <laughs> but yet we've not started any formal procedure against him, then you can use one of these discussions. Okay. So, you set the employee down, offer them a blank check and say, goodbye, here's the door. Yeah? Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much a nail on the head. Sounds all right, eh? I wouldn't yeah. mind a wee cheeky blank check myself if it got me out of the door. <laughs> watch out. Watch what it's for, Jack. Watch out. Sounds too good to be true. Any pitfalls, do you think, Jack? There are some pitfalls with these discussions, so um, if they're done properly, then they can't be relied upon in a tribunal at a later date. Okay. But that rule only applies insofar as it's an unfair dismissal case, so employers need to watch out. If you do one of these discussions and then the employee claims for discrimination, um, further down the line, then watch out, because the discussion's not immune. Yeah, okay. It's not, what's the word, privileged. So watch out, because if you have a discrimination claim on your hands, then you can't use a pre-termination negotiation, I don't think. Exactly. Very useful tool, these discussions, um, and we use them quite a lot. It's quite quite common nowadays for employers to, to have one of these discussions, but not without its limitations. Yeah. Yeah. Jawohl. Jawohl. <laughs> ich bin Jack Boyle. <laughs> I am Jack Boyle. Ich wohne in Blairgowrie. Das ist in Nordost-Schottland. <laughs> Live in Blairgowrie. It's North Scotland. Ich bin 31 Jahre alt. Oh. Uh, I am 80 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Close. I am... 32? 31. Ein is one. Oh. 30 is 30. 31. You know my age, Si. You're 32. Come on, nah, don't lie. No, 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 Okay. Let's cut the important bit here. Let's talk about pre-terminated negotiations. What do you need to do? What do you think, JB? So, it's not really rocket science, but I guess you need to take a little bit of care. Okay. So, the employer can um, sit down the employee and say, look, Simon, we've got some concerns about your performance Simon, here. Simon, what was happened to Richard? Simon, Richard's had enough knocking. We're <laughs> moving on to another target here. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Go on then. Look, Simon. Look, Simon, I'm not happy with your performance here. This is weird. As an alternative to going down a performance review with you, Simon. <laughs> this is weird. I would like to offer you £10,000 to bring about the termination of your employment. I'd like to do this amicably with you, Simon. Uh, what figure? £10,000. No. Why Negative. Not? Negative. How much do you want, Simon? I'd like £1 million, please. £1 pounds. <laughs> okay. That's how bad I want to do you, Simon. I'll, <laughs> That's nice. I'll just whap a cool million out of the bank. <laughs> okay. So can the employer force the employee to agree? What do you think, Jack? 
Unfortunately not. It does take two to tango with these situations. Olé! Olé! Have you been at the live show this year, Si? Not Strictly? Not when yet. is it? Come on, back, back on target, Jack. Back on okay. target. It takes two to tango. It takes two to tango, so that's, it's always a good idea if you're an employer and you want to have one of these discussions to have a backup plan. A plan B. Plan B. Okay. Because if the employee says, no, I, I want to stay, I don't want money, you're kind of left there looking stupid, unless you've got plan B. Okay. Disciplinary, performance review, something like that. Okay. So the message, you can't hold a gun to the employee's head. They cast rules governing these discussions, warn against improper behaviour, put in undue pressure on an employee to agree, and the employee must be given 10 days to consider the offer. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So you can't say, here's a deal um, you've got until the end of the day. Yes or no, I need an answer. You've got to give them 10 days. Okay. And then maybe give them a settlement agreement if they do accept. A settlement agreement? What's that? Settlement agreement, Simon, to someone like you, um, back in your day, um, it would be called a compromise agreement. The law changed a while ago. and um, How long ago? Uh, quite a while ago. Now. 2011. 2011, and they're called settlement agreements now. Not, okay, got Not you. compromise agreements. Got you, got you, got you. So you want to use a settlement agreement if you finalise a deal if you get there. Yes? Yes. Et voilà. And there you have it. There you have it. Voilà. Voilà. Okay, so our three takeaway tips... What is tip number one, JB? Tip number one, make sure and use the right kind of discussion. So think about your situation and if you don't have an existing dispute, avoid yes. the without prejudice one. Yeah, don't use that tag if you can get away with it. So tip two, I think you, you want to avoid improper behaviour, undue pressure or threatening the employee to sign or else. Yes? Yeah. No guns at people's heads, unfortunately. We're not incompetent. You can't get away with that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. And tip three? Tip three, uh, the last thing, I suppose, take advice and get the compromise agreement drafted correctly. You know, there's all this new legislation that started in April this year about the new taxation of oh, yes. severance payments. So it's a nightmare. It's a minefield, so take advice. Nightmare. Okay, that concludes that. Shall we go for a beer? Yeah, I drink a mich beer better. Oh, an omelette. An omelette. A salad. A baguette. A baguette. Oh, you, <laughs> I'm, getting, you too. I'm getting into the lingo here, Simon. Some eau de, eau de cologne. Eau de cologne. <laughs> YSL. <laughs> okay, that includes that. Uh, cheers and cheerio, or the Saint France. Santé et au revoir. JB? Um, or in Germany, you'd say <laughs> Prost or Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> that includes that. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.